Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Introducing your host from New York, here is Sam Roberts. Bonus content, bonus show for everybody, not just Patreon people. Everybody gets a bonus show. You get a bonus show, and you get a bonus show. I got so much content, I got to share it with you. I guess twice a week isn't enough. Welcome to this bonus crown jewel press conference coverage edition of Not Sam Wrestling. So uh, I was out in Las Vegas for a day. I was literally there for 24 hours. And it could have been in any city. People go like, oh, how was Vegas? I don't know. I'm sure people had a great time in Vegas. I don't know. I was. You could have done it in Wyoming. I don't know. It doesn't matter where we were. As long as everybody that was there in Vegas was in wherever we were, I would have been absolutely fine. Because it was a very, very busy 24 hours. So... 2K Games uh, brought some media out to Las Vegas to talk about WWE 2K20, which is coming out later this month, and I'll have a ton of content from uh, the 2K event that was out in Las Vegas for Monday's show. So Monday's show, you'll hear interviews and all about what went on at the 2K event, but as luck would have it, you know, they scheduled this 2K event. Uh, to happen the same day that SmackDown was in Las Vegas. So uh, 2K invited us. They, we, you know, we did interviews with superstars, played the game, went to uh, watch SmackDown uh, live at the T-Mobile Arena there in Las Vegas. But as luck would have it, that same day, WWE announced that they were going to do a special press conference that would involve Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez and Braun Strowman and Rey Mysterio and Tyson Fury. And I go, ding, 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 ding. I'm going to be there. So I went to the press conference. I'm sure a lot of you saw the press conference. I believe it aired on the WWE Network. I know it aired across uh, WWE's social media platforms. And I know it was very effective. I know that uh, Tyson Fury was trending and Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez. People were interested in what was going to happen here. So the big announcement was that at the end of the month, at Halloween... At uh, Crown Jewel, they were going to put on the biggest extravaganza you've ever seen that would include legends, that would include everything, including two huge matches. The first being Braun Strowman versus lineal heavyweight boxing champion, the undefeated Tyson Fury. The second being Brock Lesnar, the WWE champion, along with his advocate Paul Heyman. Brock Lesnar will take on the man who knocked him the F out in UFC, Kane Velasquez, who I'm assuming will be seconded by Rey Mysterio as he has been uh, since a week ago when he burst onto the scene in WWE. So uh, they did this press conference in the arena that SmackDown was held in, and it was really cool to see. I'm sure that you saw on the WWE Network, obviously it was on the SmackDown stage, but they uh, just had press there, and that's why uh, the press was very quiet. The press treated it 
like a non-wrestling press conference, which I guess that's what happens when you get real press there. They just stay quiet and they listen. (laughs) There was no fans there. It was all press. Although, you know, when I say there was no fans there, it was all press. Some of the press was wearing like, you know, wrestling t-shirts and stuff. So take it for what it is. However, it was amazing, first of all, to see the SmackDown stage that close. It's the first time I've seen the SmackDown, the new SmackDown stage in person, and what a presentation. I think I posted one on my Instagram story. I used the new iPhone with the zoom-out lens, you know, and I got to get the whole kind of uh, scope of what the SmackDown stage is, and it is really, really impressive. So uh, Michael Cole hosted it, of course, always does a tremendous job. They talked to uh, a boxing legend, but I don't know who he was. Uh, Comments from Triple H, comments from Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, Braun Strowman, Tyson Fury. Um, But then after the press conference, they did a little media scrum. And if your boy's in town, Scoops Roberts is going to be at the media scrum. You're not doing a wrestling media scrum without Scoops if if there's anything that I have to say about it. So uh, I went over. I went through the arena. Luckily, I can find my way around uh, most arenas that WWE are in because people didn't realize I was just trying to weasel my way into a media scrum. They were like, oh, I guess Sam's here to work. Nope. Nope. I'm weaseling my way in, kid. And I got in. Uh, My real goal, unfortunately, I was not successful in. I really wanted to follow up with Brock Lesnar looking like he wanted to rip my face off. Like, you know, we all know a few years ago, it's recently made the rounds again when I got the chance to do two questions with Brock Lesnar. Um, I made him so mad at me that he cursed me out and told me to get the F out of here. Uh, Clearly wanted to kill me. I wanted that moment again. Earlier this week, if you follow me on social media, you know I had that moment with Tito Ortiz. I like it when big giant combat sports athletes want to rip my face off. I think it's funny. In the moment, I don't like it, but once I survive it, I think it's great. So uh, Brock, unfortunately, did not do interviews. He didn't enter the media room. I guess they, you know, when there's all that press there, they didn't want Brock Lesnar cursing at everybody. So he was not in the media room. However, everybody else was, uh, and I was able to get exclusive interviews with everybody. Now, they did, again, limit us to two questions. This is a media scrum, and what a media scrum is, is they set up positions um, for for superstars or whoever the you know media scrum is they're covering to talk to the media, and it ends up being you know a dozen outlets all crowded around the superstar and just kind of throwing questions at him. So you know everybody was cool, and they made the announcement that uh, please keep it to two questions per person because you know there's so many media outlets there and people only have so much time. I said no problem, but. Set up my little tripod. I'm going to have video of all these interviews. Uh, Maybe by the time you hear this, they'll already be up. Hot Dog is editing them as we speak. Um, But I decided to just set up my own little Sam Roberts show. That, okay, two questions per person. I'm not going to yell at them. I'm going to get next to them. I'm going to stand there and talk to them and ask my two questions face-to-face. A couple of them, I snuck in a third. Not going to lie. Turned it in to a tiny little mini Not Sam Wrestling live podcast with the rest of the media as my audience. Look, it's necessary. When you're Scoops Roberts, hack wrestling journalist, the last professional broadcaster, you got to get to the bottom of things. So let's listen to some of these interviews. Let's start with Triple H, who, the best part of this whole thing, 
puts over the last professional broadcaster gimmick like gangbusters. Wait till you hear it. Here's Triple H. They use it as professional media. I, <laughs> I, I moonlight as professional media. Yeah. Triple H, how big... The bi- last professional media. Right? That's right. right. <laughs> this is it. After me, there's nothing. Yes. How big of a deal is it for you as an executive to be able to announce to the world that you have these two kind of household name athletes at a WWE event? Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's, it's great um, for WWE. I also think it's great for boxing. I think it's great for MMA. You know... Um, People forget this like it's a global company. You talk about household names, Brock Lesnar, um, the WWE superstars are in many ways the biggest household names athletically, um, you know, or in 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 sports out there because they WWE kind of transcends language and nationalities and everything else. It's kind of the one true sport that is everywhere. Um, so the aspect of this that crosses all those boundaries with Cain Velasquez. Um, even in places where that isn't necessarily, MMA is not necessarily as big, or boxing is, um, it, boxing is sort of big everywhere. So you know, it, it's that crossover that makes the appeal huge for everybody. Benefits us, benefits them. For me, it was an awesome um, bringing in this level of talent. Tyson Fury, one of the greatest boxers ever. Cain uh, Velasquez, obviously, his career in, in MMA stands for its, you know, represents itself well. I mean, you know, you, there's there's nothing you can say. As a producer and a performer, is there any part of you that is worried that an athlete might not be able to take to being a sports entertainer? You know, that's a whole different animal for these guys to kind of adapt to very quickly. It is. You know, it's a funny thing that as I, I talked to Cain Velasquez, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, he came to the Performance Center and saw what we did and got in the ring. And obviously from an athlete standpoint, he was there. But there was the question of him as an entertainer, what can he do? Um, but he has sort of reinvented himself over that last year and, and shown uh, that he can do more than, than just be the fighter. Tyson Fury, I think, was born to be a sports entertainer, just ended up in boxing <laughs> in, in a way uh, because of his background. Um, you know, but if you if you look across boxing right now, it's hard to find a bigger entertainer, not only in promotion of fights, but actually in the fights. You know, he is a consummate showman at all times. He is custom made for this. And I can tell you, um, just from the few times that I have seen him step into the ring uh, already, just doing what we do, uh, it's like a, like a fish to water. This awesome. is going to be awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Triple H in all his glory. Did you hear him at the beginning? I thought this was professional media, the last professional media. He knows, baby. How great is that? How great is that? But it's also great to hear Triple H talking about uh, not only getting these guys, but I think what Triple H understands better than anybody and why he's so good as the person in charge of the Performance Center is getting them to become sports entertainers. And I think that, you know, we all know they're athletes. We all know they're combat athletes. Can they be entertaining? I guess that's what we'll find find out at, at uh, Crown Jewel, you know, uh, Cain Velasquez has signed a multi or, or a long term. I don't know if they said multi year or long term contract with WWE apparently, and has retired from UFC. So this is not a one off for Cain Velasquez. So um, we'll see how it pans out. Speaking of Cain Velasquez, I talked to Cain at the press conference. He was there with Rey Mysterio, uh, and you know he's been impressive not only in MMA with knocking out Brock Lesnar, but also in AAA. If you saw him do the AAA match, doing uh, Hurricane Rana's, doing flying leaps 
it was amazing. That's what got the world buzzing about the potential pro wrestling career of Cain Velasquez. So with Rey Mysterio and Cain Velasquez with me, I targeted both those topics. It's a big deal. Rey Mysterio, Cain Velasquez. Where'd you learn a Hurricane Rana? <laughs> um, well, I've seen it done a lot. And then um, before I did that, that AAA show uh, the night before, uh, Psycho Clown had me do it real quick. Um, and you could just do it? He, well, I, so, the, so the way that I learn is uh, I learn by like watching. Somebody can do it and kind of gives me the gist. And I was like, I was like, yes. So I was like, uh, I was like, well, psycho man, just show me how it's done, and then, like, you tell me if I can do it. So he did real quick. I was like, okay. So I did it. Boom. And then we put it in the show. Is it usually that easy? Uh, when when you tend not to hold back with gotcha. just and anything in general, you if somebody does it, you're like, I can do it too. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> What's it like? to walk around with the confidence of being one of the very few people on this planet that has beaten up Brock Lesnar? Um, no, for me, it's just a, it's just an honor, you know, um, for me to do that. For me, it's 2010, that, that fight was everything to me. You know, um, I, knew, I knew what Brock had. I knew we had the, uh, the antidote to go in and, and beat him. Um, I was just, again, I, I just knew I could go in and do what I was supposed to do. Are there any holes in your pro wrestling game that you have to fill before we get to October 31st? Yeah, I would say there is. Um, I'm very green in the sport. You know, I haven't done it for for so long, but um, you know, I'm training and I'm trying to just to learn as much as I can. You know, and uh, that's the name of the game, even with fighting. Um, but yes, I'm trying to learn learn the sport just like I do, just like I know MMA. Are you optimistic, Ray? Oh, very, yeah, very optimistic, and I, I can boast about having Cain Velasquez on my side and taking care of a business. You know, uh, I tell you, if Cain would have been in the front row next to Dominic when Brock Lesnar did what he did, he wouldn't have done it. He would have thought about it twice. So, you know, it, it does make me feel, uh, to a certain extent, that I, I have I have somebody that got my back. You know, not just someone, but family. Yeah. Someone that, that uh, like you said, the only person right now that is putting down Brock Lesnar. Right. It helps. Hispanic, Mexicano. It helps when your family is beating up Brock Lesnar. Oh, yes. Good luck, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. So that's Cain Velasquez and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, by the way, is like the best dude ever. Right before we were waiting for Cain Velasquez to pop over. And Ray and I were just having, I was wearing my Mr. Perfect chalk line jacket. And Ray and I were, he was just like, that's a cool jacket, man. And we were just having a conversation about chalk line jackets. Because he was wearing the Rey Mysterio versus Eddie jacket on Raw when Dominic got jumped. I, it was awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, so speaking of awesome stuff, and another guy who's a good dude, Braun Strowman has a big match coming up at Crown Jewel. It's a big opportunity for Braun. He's going one-on-one -on -one with Tyson Fury, undefeated heavyweight boxer lineal champion. So, you know, I wanted to talk to him not only about the idea that he is now the representative of pro wrestling in this match where combat sports media are going to be really analyzing it. You're talking about an active heavyweight boxer, undefeated, one of the biggest names in the game. So people are going to be looking at this and looking at Braun as the representative of pro wrestling. I wanted to talk to him about that, and I wanted to talk to him about uh, 
previous boxer versus wrestler confrontations and the damage that boxers are capable of doing, especially Tyson Fury. Here's Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. This is big for you. Is there a part of you that wants to prove in this fight with Tyson Fury that wrestlers should be taken seriously as combat athletes? There's not a part of me. That's the absolute mindset and goal of this is to show the world that we are the toughest son of a bitches on the planet. <laughs> With our travel schedule, the routines, I, I wrestled 192 matches last year and would have wrestled more if I didn't have to have surgery. So that speaks volume for itself, not on top of flying over 700,000 miles. So I don't know if Tyson's quite ready to step into this world, but uh, so far he's looked good and uh, he's a tough son of a gun. And I've been watching his film and keeping up with what he's got going on. And I know he's been down at the Performance Center working on his craft. So I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. And, uh, Avoiding his hands is a big, big uh, thought in my mind because I've seen how fast he can dispatch his opponents um, with the reach that he has and how fast he is. So my object is to stay out of out of range of those and see if I can't get him on his back, and we'll see if he can work on the ground. So when Floyd Mayweather came in, he had a match with the Big Show. There was a huge size difference, but still, when he actually swung at the Big Show, he basically punched his nose off his off face. face. He legit broke the Big Show's nose. When you're looking at a guy who's the same size as you, is there any concern that something's going to go down in that match, he's going to get upset, and you're going to get your nose punched off your face. It is what it is. You guys have seen me eat a right hand from Brock Lesnar and get up and keep continuing, so we'll see if he punches harder than Brock. <laughs> you're the man to prove it. Thanks, Braun. <laughs> that meat castle never disappoints. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what he does at Crown Jewel and the opportunity that he gets against the next person I interviewed at the press conference media scrum. And that was Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, uh, I feel like uh, there's a lot unknown. It feels like this Tyson Fury deal kind of came out of nowhere. Tyson Fury shows up on SmackDown last week just in the front row enjoying the show. There's an altercation. Uh, Tyson Fury comes over the railing, and all of a sudden we've got a match all within the course of a month, you know. Nobody was talking about Tyson Fury's involvement in this world of pro wrestling. Um, And then all of a sudden, October 4th, He shows up on TV. There's an altercation. He's got a giant match October 31st. Um, So this is what we'll leave you with. You know, he also said he was a a big fan of pro wrestling. Uh, So I wanted to talk to him about how this relationship started and figure out who he grew up with. If he really is that big of a fan of pro wrestling, I believe that he is. It it seemed legit to me. Uh, So here is my interview with Tyson Fury. Don't forget, all of these interviews, the videos are going up over at youtube.com slash notsam. Monday morning, first thing, the podcast will be up with uh, all the coverage uh, that we were able to get um, from the 2K event. Interviews, you know, talking about the video game, the whole deal, plus... We'll go over SmackDown. We'll talk about what's to come on Raw. We'll talk about the draft. So much to talk about. That will be out Monday morning. Until then, here's Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, you are a tall man. Are yes, you, I am. What, you, you've been a fan of WWE, you were saying, all your life. Yeah. But stepping into a wrestling ring is a lot different than a boxing ring. What makes much, you think much that... Different. Much different. Much what, different. What makes you think you can succeed in that venue? Because they say once you're great at one sport, which is boxing for me, mm. you can do well at every other sport. And, you know, everything I really put my hand to in sports, if I put my mind to it, I know I can achieve it because there's no such thing as I can't. Yes, I can. I can achieve anything I want to. And that's the attitude I take into this, this fight. What was the conversation that you had and who was it with that made you say, yep, now's the time, I'm going to have this match? 
I've been looking to, to get into WWE for a number of years, but with my boxing commitments, I've not had the opportunity to do so at the time with my commitments. Um, the opportunity arose recently, and I took it with both hands. Not only for me, to, to be able to fight on such a stage, but also for my kids as well. They're massive WWE fans and the massive Braun Strowman fans. So, um, you know, score, scoring brownie points for the kids forever. Best dad in the world. Who did you grow up watching? I grew up watching Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, all those guys, Bret Hart. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening. Follow at NotSam on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Rate, review, and subscribe. This has been Not Sam Wrestling. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.